Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio, back for another episode. Very excited about today because we have another great interview with my friend and colleague. He's also a client. He's also an author, Jason Bradshaw. We're going to be talking about sex, but it's not what you think, and I'm going to make you wait until he comes on the show to tell you about what that actually means. In the meantime, I'm going to pick up on the theme we left off with last week. You may remember last week we had Keith Alper on the show. We talked about his concept from like to love. It's so much about what you do with your employees. So uh, a lot of what we're going to talk about with Jason has to do with employees as well. So why not start off by talking about how to treat your employees like rock stars? You see, when you treat employees like rock stars, they'll treat your customers like rock stars. That's what employee engagement is all about. Great leaders have preached that when you treat your employees well, they treat their customers and fellows, fellow employees as uh, well as well. Boy, that's a lot to say. My friend and fellow customer expert, James Dodkins, who has been on this show, had a great way of saying it. If you put your customers first, you need to put your employees first, first. James Dodkins is the author of 136 Ideas for Rockstar Employee Engagement, and he knows a thing or two, or at least 136 things, about how employee morale and fulfillment impacts the customer experience. He's also about being a rock star because in his past life, he toured the world as a guitarist in a heavy metal band. Now, when James and I started talking, short, or actually no hair, and if you saw pictures of him from a long time ago, it's like all about the hair. Long, long, crazy, wild hair, and uh, he played a guitar that went right along with that persona. Anyway, like rock stars connect with their audience, leadership must also connect with their employees. And the goal is engaged employees who never want to leave and who take great care of the company they work with as well as the customers. So I interviewed uh, James for our show, Amazing Business Radio, and it might be an episode that's worth going back and listening to because he shared a bunch of ideas. And here were three of my favorite ideas. He had a concept called the meet and greet. This is something that rock stars have. After the show, you get to meet the rock star and they greet you. They call it a meet and greet. If you want your employees to feel like rock stars, have them meet their fans. And their fans are their customers. It helps them understand the impact they have on their customers. And seeing the customers they affect can be transformative. Let your employee know that what you do, or what they do, excuse me, what they do, on a day-to-day basis, what your company does on a day-to-day basis, but what they have impact on is positively affecting other people's lives. So let them meet the customers that they take care of. And by the way, it's one thing for the person on the front line who's on the phone who the customer calls all the time to meet a customer, but how about the person in the back that never, ever has impact or never has direct uh, direct contact with the customer but has impact 
with the customer. Think about it. It's that person in the warehouse. And when they get to meet the person that they've been sending merchandise to or that or that person in the accounting department that's sending out invoices and, and dealing with any you know issues related to finances, when they finally get to meet in person their customer, they go, wow, this is really cool. All right, here's another great James Dodkins idea. It's called fan mail. Send a letter, the leader, you the leader, send a letter to the employee's family explaining how they contribute to the team and how important and valuable that person is to the organization. Wow, when is the last time? It's one thing. I mean, I love the concept of of writing a thank you note and showing appreciation to an employee for really stepping up and doing a great job. But how about you send it to their their family, to their spouses, to their kids to let them know, hey, your mom or your dad or whomever is making a huge impact at our company and we really appreciate them. Wow, they're going to come home and they're going to feel like a rock star. All right, number three, give them their solo. So at some point in a rock concert, pretty much all the musicians are given recognition and their chance to do a solo. And James's twist on this is to have... Uh, the employees do their version of a solo. So you may have heard of the TED Talk, T-E-D. TED Talks, uh, and you can find them on YouTube. Just Google TED Talk or go on YouTube and type in TED Talk. And what you'll find is that there's these short talks. They're typically 10, um, 15, 20 minutes long. And they're usually really focused on a topic and they're very profound. Well, how about this? Have an internal company-wide TED Talk type event for your employees to share what they do for the company. Now, they don't have to be 15 or 20 minutes like the typical TED Talk. They could just be a short three-minute presentation. And this isn't just for leadership to talk about who they are. No, this is an opportunity for everyone. And beyond sharing what they do for the company, let them share something that they think will benefit everyone else. Maybe it's a hobby that they want to tell people about. Or maybe it's just an interesting fact about their lives that they have never really shared but might be interesting to everyone. So one of my favorite lines, and this is a great way to wrap up our monologue prior to the interview with Jason Bradshaw. One of my favorite lines that James Dotkin shared in our interview really sums up uh, his feelings about creating the rock star culture. And let me get to this. Here we go. If you engage with your employees rationally, they'll take the job. But if you engage with them emotionally, they'll stay for life. Great words from James Dodkins and a great setup to what we're going to talk about next with Jason Bradshaw as we talk about his brand new book, It's All About Sex. This is Amazing Business Radio. We're taking a short break. Don't go away. Good customer service is now an expectation. Don't provide it and you'll be disrupted by a competitor who does. So what can you do to stand out? Well, that's the focus of my latest book, The Convenience Revolution, how to create a customer service experience that disrupts the competition and creates fierce loyalty. The goal is to reduce friction and be convenient for your customers. So if you're ready to take your customer service to the next level and disrupt your competitors, well, this is the book for you. To order the book, go to www.beconvenient.com. That's beconvenient.com. It's time for you to join the revolution, the convenience revolution. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. I promised you another amazing interview. And back for a repeat performance is my friend, my colleague, my client, fellow author, also, and that is 
Jason Bradshaw, the chief customer officer at Volkswagen. I I can talk to. I can't. I really can't. Volkswagen Group Australia. And he is in the United States. And he just today, just today is releasing his book, It's All About Sex. And that's C-E-X, not S-E-X, The Essential Guide to Customer and Employee Experience. Get it? C, Customer, E, Employee, X, Experience. Jason Bradshaw is in the house on Amazing Business Radio. Welcome back. Hey, thanks, Shep. It's it's absolutely great to be back with you and and to be able to connect about the new book. Well, I'm excited because uh, just to give people a reminder, we talked uh, the last time. You you have really done some amazing things over at Volkswagen Group. Uh, when we first met, which was about three years ago or so, I, I think it was close to that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yep, three years. Uh, we talked about how we're going to move or how you're going to move the whole concept of, of your ranking and customer experience with Volkswagen. You want to move it up the list because I think you mentioned there were 20 brands at the time that you were benchmarking against. Is that right? Uh, 24. Yeah. 24. And how have you done since then? You're moving up. Yeah, absolutely. We've had our biggest ever gains in uh, customer experience as measured by customers, which is important in an independent study across sales and service for all of our brands. And that's come about because of a relentless obsession for being a little bit better each day. A little bit better. Now, speaking of being a little bit better, 1% better. Is that right? Yeah, well, as you remember, uh, we had you out to Australia to speak at one of our events, and the theme of that event was the 1%. And if I think back on my career, and I talk about this in the book, you've just got to start taking action every single day to improve the experience of your customers and employees. And it doesn't have to be a big action. It can be you know, something small as, as 1%, but the compounding impact of that focus on being a little bit better each day is phenomenal you know it, when we're kids and 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 when we're in high in college we're told about the power of compounding interest you know people become wealthy because of compounding interest uh, well it's the same with customer and employee experience if you focus on that one percent every single day taking action every single day then that's going to compound and set the standard for the experience that your customers and employees can expect. Right, and it's working. And, and I remember one year when we were working together in Los Angeles, uh, you passed out a, a, a paperback book, which was, uh, I can't remember what the title was, but it's 1% was the whole focus. And you must have listed at least 100 ways to do 1% better in something. Absolutely. So the book was called A Hundred Ways to Wow. Well, there you and go. It had a hundred <laughs> yeah, ways. and it had 101 individual tips because even in the book, we could do 1% better, right? Yeah, yeah, you practice what you preach. All right, before we get into the book, just a little-known fact about Jason Bradshaw is that he was the youngest Tupperware manager in all of Australia. Now, that was back a while ago, long before he was at VW Australia, but that's a pretty cool thing. So you've been doing sales and management really your entire life. Absolutely. I started my uh, first business at 14 years of age where I was selling a range of computer and telecommunication supplies. I can re- still remember to this day my first mobile phone. It was 
um, a couple of pounds. It came in its own zip case. It was so big. Uh, but I've been doing sales and service and building brands, importantly, through experience since a really young age. And, you know, one thing that I think Tupperware and companies like Tupperware really teach us is just the power of repeat and referral business, how powerful word of mouth is. Because, you know, if you think about the, the Tupperware ladies and gentlemen out there that turn up to homes across the world to demonstrate the product, People don't buy it because it's the only product on the market. They don't buy it because it's the cheapest plastic storage product on the market. They buy it because of a combination of the product quality, but the level of service that the individual Tupperware consultants provide. And the ones that you know get all the the trimmings of you know a, a Tupperware supplied car and and a great income do so because of that focus on rebuilding a positive word of mouth about the experience that they deliver as a, as a sales consultant or as a service manager. All right. So we know, and we're going to move into the book now, it's all about sex, CEX. By the way, I loved that you were one of the speakers this year at CCW, which is Customer Center Week. This is one of the largest, if not the largest, conference focused on customer support. And you were one of the keynote speakers. You were on the final day, and they put you on there. And as soon as you started talking about sex, this is how you wake up an audience after a three- or four-day conference in Las Vegas, people that have been out gambling and drinking and partying all night. You just start talking about sex. Now, when they realized it was C-E-X and not S-E-X, well, by that time, you had their attention. (laughs) And it just set you up perfectly for a great speech. It was great being on stage, and and as you know, Shep, you were there. You know, my first three or four slides were fairly traditional. I wasn't, taught, you know, I hadn't done the big reveal about sex as the the topic of the conversation, and that 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 opening keynote on the last day of of an event is, is always a tough one. But the moment I said I'm here today to talk to you about sex, I could see everyone in the audience you know sit up a little bit taller eyeballs attention on the stage and that was great to be able to share with them as i do in the book just the importance of both customer and employee experience and as i explain in the book that's something that i think uh, people can forget they can get absolutely focused on the external customer's experience and be challenged to consistently deliver it uh, in part because they're not focusing on the experience of, of their employees. Right, right. So this is good. So we're going to talk about sex, customer, and employee experience. I just I made a note from that speech, and, and this is a message that resonates throughout the book as well. You believe that the most reasonably priced marketing strategy a company can and should implement is taking care of employees first. And, you know, we keep talking about customer service and customer experience is your best marketing strategy, but you're taking it to an even deeper level by saying, yeah, that's that's a good strategy. It's even better when you focus on the customer. So let's get into it right away. Uh, first of all, let's define what experience is. Well, experience is the emotional memory that we create with customers and employees as they interact with us on their first and subsequent times. It's the memory recalled time and time again when they hear of you, the individual, you, the brand, or you, the leader. 
Um, and it is the po most powerful thing because it's our memories that make us smile or otherwise, and, and that leads to behavior. Yep. And if you focus internal first, and everybody knows, they've been listening to me for years talking about how what's happening on the inside is felt on the outside by the customer, but focusing in, in, on an internal experience first is going to really reap great rewards on the outside. Of course, because if people come to work and feel valued, when something's not quite going right or when a process is just that little bit harder than it needs to be, they don't let the process or the day-to-day -to, -day to get in the way of what they deliver to their customers. And, you know, in, in your latest book, The Convenience Revolution, you know, that applies to our, our employees as well. If, if we're not being convenient in terms of helping them succeed as employees, then they're not going to be focused on making it convenient for our customers. And I think with every everything that we do, we need to 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 look at having a balance between employees and customers. We you know we talk about the value of the product and how much added value is involved if you purchase our product. But how often do we sit back and think about the value that we add to the employee's experience? I think it was Richard Branson. Um, who said, um, uh, he was asked about training and, and he, he said something like, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like, imagine what happens if you don't train your employees because that's worse than training them and then they leave you. Right. It, and it comes down to enabling yeah. them to have success. I love it. You enable or empower them to have success. Yeah, and Richard Branson, I think that's the line. It's like, I can't afford to train my employee because as soon as I train him, they leave. But let me ask you a question. If one of your customers comes up to an untrained employee and the customer leaves, which is costing you more? Mm. I think that's the way of looking well, at it. Well, we, and I'm sure you've sat in meetings where you've seen people talk about the lifetime value of a customer. How often do we measure the lifetime value of an employee? And the really great thing is customers and employees measure their experience across three key pillars. Success, could they achieve what they wanted to? Were they able to achieve it with the amount of effort or hopefully a little bit less than what they expected? And then that emotional connection. Because if you don't deliver on success and effort, well, then you've got no chance of creating that positive word of mouth, that positive uh, experience that they're going to remember uh, that leads to, to further repeat and referral business. Or in the case of an employee, that extra commitment to go, you know, that 1% extra when they're having a bad day, but to look after a customer or to come up with that extra idea to help move the business forward. Yep. Success, ease, and connection for both the customer and the employee. The book is titled, It's All About Sex, C-E-X. And it is the essential guide to customer and employee experience. It comes out today, October 23rd. If you're listening to this episode on the day it is released, then you are able to buy it on the first day uh, that it's out there. And I highly recommend it. If you are in a company uh, that believes in customer experience, and I know you are or you wouldn't be listening to this show, then this book is for you. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Jason, I'm going to ask you to share with us three or four of the biggest, best tips that you can share out of this book. Let's get everybody excited so that they go out and get it because it is an awesome, awesome book. I 
was able to read the uh, the advanced electronic copy. I am excited about this. As you can tell, I've now said excited about five times in the last 45 seconds. I'm also excited that we're going to take a break and come right back and learn more from Jason. So don't go away. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information all you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form. And each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to always be amazing. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Jason S. Bradshaw, the author of It's All About Sex and the Chief Customer Officer at Volkswagen Group Australia. All right, so customer and employee experience. If you were to pick up any good customer service book and it was about tips that you can do to create an amazing experience and deliver amazing service to your customer. And if all you did was you went through and you crossed out the word customer and rewrote the word employee or associate or team member, whatever you call the people you work with, colleague, whatever, if you were to do that, virtually everything in that book would apply to that employee. So there's so much parallel in this, and that's why it's so important that we understand this isn't rocket science. All the things that we've learned to do with customers can also be done with employees. So, Jason, let's start there. Um, I mean, you've already shared with us success, ease, and connection are the way uh, customers and employees measure their success. But let's let's go ahead and share some of the best tips that you can from the book because I want to get people excited about this book. So, Shep, uh, one of the... Uh, opening sentences that I love in one of my chapters is procrastination is the enemy of action and distraction is procrastination in disguise. And what I mean by that, as people will learn as they read through that, that particular chapter, is as a customer and employee experience professional listening today, you probably get contacted by hundreds of different organizations throughout the year. You get invited to dozens of you know, thought-leading conferences, and you've probably read a few books or, or, or maybe a dozen or so, and many of them will have great, you know, they're great in their own right. But what I get frustrated with as a professional, and it's one of the reasons why I wrote this book, is that you can get so distracted with learning the theory that you actually stop doing the doing. And so, you know, in this book, you're not going to see me talk about, uh, you know, I, I don't devote a chapter to journey mapping, for example. It's not because I don't think uh, mapping out the journey of customers and employees isn't important. It is important to know the journey, but you don't have to start there. You don't have to spend, you know, 12 months trying to define what the journey map is for your entire organization uh, before you start improving because you already, I would absolutely bet that, you know, most of your listeners already have feedback from customers, employees that if they just focused on, they would already know where they need to start working. Yeah. So where do you start? I mean, you get all these ideas. Is it, it's just a one at a time thing. I mean, make the list, put it in and prioritize the list and then just start nailing 
here are the ways that we can improve. Just go through one at a time. You know, what's the way? What would be your way of doing this? Well, what's worked for me in every organization has actually been to start with defining what we mean by experience. You know, if you if you did a survey of every listener and said, what does customer or employee experience mean to you? You know, they're all going to have their slightly different version of it. And then you overlay corporate hierarchies and it gets different again. So let's dispel any myths and make it really simple for our team members to understand what we mean when we say experience so that uh, we're all talking the common language. And then I would say you need to to build out what are the bedrocks of delivering experience as designed or defined for your company. So one of the things that I talk about in the book is find your experience principles. Um, and, and one of the ones that I suggest is that, you, you know, perhaps know me is uh, one that you should have. And know me is all about knowing your customer and knowing your employee so that you can deliver, you know, hopefully slightly above of their expectations. And, you know, I've mentioned a few times um, to, today slightly above or slightly easier because it's not about being 100% easier today and maybe 10% easier tomorrow. It's about being consistently 1% easier or 1% better uh, than your competitors. Or And your competitors aren't just, you know, the people that sell to your customers. They're also the potential employee or employers, sorry, of your top talent. So how oh, can yeah, you be 1% <laughs> better consistently? So one of the things, and you've heard me talk about it, if you want to be amazing, just be a little bit better than average all of the time. And if it's 1% better than average all of the time, people say, wow, they're amazing because it's that consistent, predictable, just a little bit better than average. And people think 1%, what's the difference there? No, but it's, it's here's their expectation, and it's just always a tiny little bit better. And isn't that the secret? Yeah, and That's what you're talking about. Absolutely. And, you know, consistency builds trust. Yep. And I would argue that trust is probably the number one or number two greatest human emotion. And without trust as a employee or as a customer, there is nothing. So you need to be consistent so you can build that trust. So last week on Amazing Business Radio, we had Keith Alper, who has written a book called Like to Love. And one of the things he talks about for um, employees is uh, they have to trust who they work for and the people they work for have to trust the employees. It's a two-way street. And if we do the right job hiring good people, let's let them go out there. And, hey, if they fail, hopefully it's about a fail-forward activity where they learn from it and it's, it's an opportunity. Uh, but I think trust people to do the job that they were hired to do. Hey, I tell you right now, I'm, I'm the first one. I'm guilty. If you start making mistakes, I start looking over your shoulder. And it's not that I don't trust you. It's just I don't want any mistakes in, uh, uh, in what we do. And, you know, hey, show me after a while that you're not making any more, and then I disappear into the background again. I'm great to empower. <laughs> so maybe I need to sit down with you for a little while. You can let some of this rub off on me. But, um, so yeah, so I think, I think that's an awesome thing, trust. And uh, how about another nugget? So the, the other thing that I would suggest that people need to look at is how can you create a community of champions? You would have today in your organization people that are just 
naturally passionate about their customers or naturally passionate about their employees. How are you harnessing that energy to build a groundswell of attention on moving the dial? Because you're not going to improve the experience of your employees or your customers uh, by yourself. It it will take uh, a committed group of individuals that want to make things move in the right direction. You know, we 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 talk about um, you know leaders. Uh, their job is is not to do everything. In fact, their job is to build a community of people that are committed to the common cause. And that comes right down to customer employee experience. How can you create champions to help drive the change consistently? Wow. All right. So before I get into my one thing question, I want to emphasize something that you said just a few minutes ago. There are big ideas like creating that journey map. That's not what you start with. You can do that, and I think you suggest that you do it, but you don't need to. If you want to get started quickly, do something tomorrow. And you gave us a couple of thoughts on things that we can do tomorrow. Part of it is just the mindset, you know, and say, okay, I've got to create this culture. Am I empowering my people to do a great job and trusting them to do it? And as a leader, you could say, wow, I need to work on my trust and then work on it. Do that yourself. Uh, another thing, and somewhere in, in the book, and I, I, again, I have the electronic version, so I kind of made some notes, so I don't exactly know where it is. But one of the things you talk about is the, um, the appreciation aspect of what you, you know, how you make your employees feel. Do they feel appreciated? And before I get into the one thing question for you, do you want to elaborate a little bit on employee appreciation? So I think what's absolutely important that you do with every every employee is that you greet them warmly. You have a culture of welcoming people into your business, whether it be on their first day of employment or their 10th year of employment, that they people feel genuinely welcomed and invited into their workspace each day, that you guide them, you provide uh, the appropriate level of guidance so that they can be successful. And then the third element to that, which comes down to appreciation, and uh, is genuine appreciation. And this isn't about just having a computer send out an automated, you know, birthday card or a thank you note. It's about taking the time to, you know, in the moment, recognize the contribution that someone's making and finding nice ways to demonstrate that you not only recognize the contribution, but you know them so that you're actually using key elements of that individual's life to connect with them on a much deeper connection than just they're another team member. Right, right. Love it. So we're at the point where I ask you the one thing. What is the one thing you either want to reiterate that we've talked about, or is there some nugget that you say, you know what, before we get off this show, I've got to let everybody know one more thing about it's all about sex. What would that be? Well, it's something new, not new, I hope, to the listeners, but you know, I quite often get challenged that, Customer experience, employee experience is the soft stuff. And if we just wait long enough, it's going to go away. And I could think of a myth that is never been uh, more incorrect. You know, the, the, uh, Michael O'Leary, the CEO of Ryanair, a, let's call them a value-based airline yep. over Ryanair, in yep. Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, in problems. 2014... Yeah, lots of problems. And in 2014, he he said that that they had experienced a 32% jump in profits in 2014. 
And he put that down to uh, the experience that they had started delivering for customers at that time. And in fact, he's quoted as saying, if I had known being nicer to customers was going to work so well, I would have started many years ago. <laughs> and you could, you know, there are companies around the world that are saying the same thing. And the one thing that I know is in, you know, in the early part of my career decades ago, we were using the word customer service. Today, we're using the term customer and employee experience. In 10 to 15 years time, I don't know what we're going to be calling it, but what will still be true is that the way you make people feel and what they remember about you as an individual and you as a company is always going to make the difference. All right, I love it. Focus on the employee and the customer will get all the benefit. It's all about sex and that CEX, the Essential Guide to Customer and Employee Experience by Jason Bradshaw. Jason, thanks for being on the show. The book is available immediately as of today through Amazon, everywhere in the world that Amazon sells. And uh, Jason, if we wanted to reach out to you, is there a website that we can get to you and find you? Absolutely. And there's my favorite word, Shep. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the, the name of my next book. But uh, if someone wants to reach out to me, they can reach me at uh, my website, Jason S. That's S for Sam, Jason S. Bradshaw.com. Excellent. Jason, thanks for being on the show. Congratulations on this amazing book. I'm excited. A definite bestseller. Uh, this is why we call this Amazing Business Radio, because we have people like Jason, not only an author, but he is a man in the trenches who's doing it in real life, working with a major brand that is known worldwide, moving the needle on customer experience by understanding how important the employee experience is. It's all about sex. Again, CEX. Get it on Amazon. Well, another episode of Amazing Business Radio, another amazing interview. Thank you again, Jason. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And until we meet again next week, this is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>